Welcome to Fit Club. We're talking about the Beyonce diet, sleep miss, and NFL alum Isaac Keys joins us right now. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. What's up, guys? My name is TK Trinidad. Shaka is out flexing, <laughs> profiling, styling somewhere. I don't know. However, that doesn't stop the show from going on. Special guest and, like, my workout homie. Well, like, not my workout homie. Like, he does the workout and I just die in the workout. <laughs> Shout out to G-Trade Fitness. However, not only is he a workout fiend, NFL alum, he's on the oath and get shorty. Should I say legendary actor or like no. about to be legendary actor? Just working. Just working. Working. Working actor. That's that's key. There we go. Isaac Keys. What's up? Hey, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that introduction. That was immaculate. Uh, I need to hire you to do so for, for other events. I mean, I'm taking checks to get your name. <laughs> <laughs> checks for everybody. Checks for, sure. for everybody. Um, so we'll get all up into your business in a sec, but let's okay. get into some stories. So um, apparently, according to CNN, skipping breakfast is tied to a higher risk of heart disease, um, heart-related deaths, actually. Now, have you? what's your kind of your MO as far as... I think Your feel of what isn't tied to some type of disease. I mean, every time we turn around, there's something. From even being a kid, there's always something that mm-hmm. you know caused cancer, heart disease, and I think there's going to continue to be things like that because there's so many studies going on. I think um, with that, I mean, who knows? I mean, you you have to give you know validity to the study, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, I mean. Is it affecting how many? Is it affecting everyone, or is it? Is, is not? I just eat breakfast because I'm hungry. <laughs> so do you eat before you work out, or do you eat after? You I work actually out? don't. I, I found right now in this stage of me working out, I just do a, a fasted cardio. Mm-hmm. I feel better by just eating. Uh, well, taking a protein shake, my vitamins, and my body's become it's acclimated to that. Right so now, I feel lighter when I go work out, and yeah, then I eat when after. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like um, if you are on a healthy if, if you feel healthy and you're going to the doctor and you're getting your vitals and everything mm-hmm. is in check, um, these, whether you skip breakfast or whether you don't have breakfast or you do have breakfast, that doesn't really right. apply as long as your body's... Yeah, I think that's a lot with a lot of things going on with all these different diets. I mean, people just try to try different things, and it's okay, but you eventually have to find what works for you. Mm-hmm. And then you have to switch it up. So sometimes, you know, I, I may wait a while, but then I may start eating breakfast before I go working out and do that for a while just so my body is... It's always have to go to different levels. Yeah, you know? I think your body will tell you, too. It, it does tell you. You feel to certain ways. You know what I mean? You got to pay attention to your body. And that takes you time doing certain things to your body so you can be in tune to what works for you and what doesn't. And then what about when you were uh, playing in the league? What was your regimen with that? Um, at that time, I was at a point, especially in off-season training, we had more of a diet. Well, at first, I was, you know, to break it down carbs. So I would eat breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. or at least try to get up early enough to eat breakfast in the morning <laughs> before I went to work out, <laughs> and eat breakfast in the morning, and then try to have a lunch, you know, sometimes afterwards. But I had to say, when I was playing, I was not on the best diet. You know, it's like you work out so much, you do things. It's like I was just eating and working out, and then you take for granted, your, you know, your age, yep. and then the time frame, like, there was no keto or keto diets when right. I was playing, you know. And the first thing that hit the thing, the market was like, the, you know, the carbs. Oh, drop your carbs and so right. you lose your body fat. But other than that, people were just eating and just working out. Yeah, but you were also training, what, six hours a day? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Just I mean, you look at the practice and work out afterwards, so yeah, it was. Yeah, I feel like you probably need to have breakfast before that, so you, you might better have pass something. out. Yeah, you better have something. <laughs> the biggest thing is stay regular. People don't stay regular. You got to stay regular. It's, I, it's actually true. I was talking to a friend of mine like a week or two ago, uh-huh. and 
I told her, without getting into details, it's like, I know I'm somewhat good because when I have a meal, like, it's good. Hey, I'm telling you, two times a day. And a lot of people be like, what? Two times a day? No, you need to yeah, go two if, times a if day. You're not, if you're going once a week, then there's if a problem. If you're going once a week, you're walking around, your face is scrunched up, you got an <laughs> attitude, and you're just not, you're not, you're not living your life right. Are you sure their face is scrunched up? I'm though? sure. I've seen, like, I walk down the street, especially in LA, a lot of scrunched up faces because they're not regular. It's probably vegetables. We need to add those vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're also going to get into the Beyonce diet. Did you see her documentary? I did see a documentary. I sat down and, and watched Homecoming. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. So during that, she talked about the diet, so she cut out the carbs, yeah. she cut out the sugar, she cut out the meats, and the last part was hilarious, um, but inspirational at the same time, if, right. if that makes sense. Uh, she said, I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> right. What did you think of, of, of her diet? I mean, you know, I, I experienced the Beehive by people, you know, being fans. I can't say that I'm in the Beehive. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of, of what she's doing, but... Can we just give it up to how, you know, you can see that the documentary, like, it was working. Oh, yeah. Oh, she snatched it up real quick. I mm-hmm. mean, it, was, it ain't real quick. It was over a month, you know, a period of months. But she snatched it up real quick. So yeah. it worked for her. Yep. You know, and she was on strenuous workout and rehearsal plan. And so, you know, a lot of dance and activity also helped. But having those babies and coming back and, and making it work like that and put on a hell of a show. Yep. Hey, I was looking at like, is she, is she singing? I'm like, that's not lifting. She's singing right now. That's a choice, she too. She was moving around. I'm looking at them dance steps. I'm like, oh, man. Is she, she's something else. But with that diet, I think, I, like anything, it worked for her. Mm-hmm. And I think she has tried different things. Like, I think she, what she tried the She the did master the master cleanse. She was big on that. She did the vegan that. one last year. Had everybody drinking the lemon water and mm-hmm. the cayenne and walking around. And, you know, now she switched it up. They're going to do that, too. Mm-hmm. And now people are going to start cutting out all the things she cut out. Yeah, but that's a pretty common I, I, I mean, even if you don't go as extreme as mm-hmm. her, yeah. like, if, if you were to actually look at how much food you're eating and sure. what's eating, like, what you're eating what, like, a lot of people don't have enough vegetables and fruits, and it's right. way more carb-heavy, even though, even if you are trying to eat heavy, mm-hmm. if you actually were to analyze everything, then you realize, okay, well, this is mm-hmm. not working. So, I, th- I, th- I think definitely a a variation of I that. I think it's a variation. I mean, as a... As- as a, a culture and as people, well, at least I was in my household, we, we were taught you finish your plate. So, and it's like my mom would say, your eyes bigger than your belly if you right. put that on your plate. Get what you just need. Right. But, you know, sometimes you, I'm hungry, mama. And you go in there and you put all this food on your plate. And then your mom's like, well, you don't leave the table until you finish your food. Right. And we started to continue to adapt to that. And, you know, as a, as a, as a society, we, we overeat a lot. Yeah, but just put less on your plate. Like, do you eat? Do you eat as much as you did when you were playing sports? No, I don't. Because oh. I'm thinking of all the stuff that I ate when I, when I ran track and even played football. It was just like pizzas. I yeah. used to make lasagna, like pans of lasagna yeah. with cheesecake, <laughs> uh, pineapple cheesecake. Like that was like a thing. And then those not talk about breakfast. I, I used to have the whole. Man, I used to make Coney Islands. I used to have three hot dogs with chili on top of it and cheese and everything. <laughs> but your body ain't the same anymore, yeah, though. Yeah, I'd be lucky if I, I had um, a vegan waffle two or three days ago and I mm-hmm. barely got through. I got through two. Yeah. Like, like I legitimately couldn't even. I was like, no, nah, I'm like, can't even take this home. Okay, I'm good. But you know, sometimes people right now they fight to keep on eating and they stuff themselves. And I mean, I'm a victim of it myself. You know, you get hungry, you start trying to eat too much. You're so a victim it's, it's of it discipline. yourself. Yeah. Y'all need to go on. What's your Instagram? I had a bazooka yesterday. Um, 
Isaac Keys. Everything's Go Isaac on Keys. his Instagram and you'll see that he's not a victim to food. But, you know, what, whatever. If you want to believe that, to each his own. That, you had a pazuni? A pazuki. The pazuki was a victim yesterday. A pazuki is um, a slightly well, it's, it's a slightly cooked cookie in a pan, in a skillet. So it's cooked, but it's soft. And they put ice cream on top of it. Where do you get and this? And it's different. I shouldn't tell you. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I, I can't eat it anyway. They have vegans. Um, pazuki. Oh. Oh, look, oh, now oh. you're, t- right yeah, you're now, a treat. Now, oh, now yeah. I'm interested. Now treat. I'm interested. No. So is that, and they put ice cream, and they have salted caramel, they have hot fudge, they oh. have Oreo cookie, they have red velvet. BJ's is kind of the place to go. BJ's? Yeah, BJ's, the restaurant. Look it up. I just gave them a shout-out. Okay. Yeah. I need, Get a, di- I need, that, I need that discount. At BJ's. <laughs> I need a discount. Now we're going to go into a sleep myth. So the whole thing, like the biggest one was um, if you go hard during the week, you're going to catch up on sleep during the weekend, which is not true. Um, a lot of people also have, like, a drink before they go to bed, which yeah. actually turns out to be messing up your system for the next day in the long run. Um, so what, what's your – are you regulated as far as sleeping, or what's your sleep pattern? I'm not very disciplined on it. I mean, I understand I should have eight hours, mm-hmm. uh, but I also know the hustle is real. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's out here. you got to get things done, and while you're sleeping, other people are getting it done. Or you have to try to – you know, I think that's why scheduling is very important. Yeah. Um, which is something that a lot of people don't do. And even I, myself, I need to work on more scheduling so I can know that I'm going to do this in this a certain amount of time or within this hour. Mm-hmm. And when I do it, I feel more fulfilled. And honestly, what I found is that when I make a list and I'm able to mark off these things that I, I've done throughout the day, I feel productive and I sleep better. Right. Because I'm the type where if I didn't get it done, I probably most likely have dreams about doing whatever that objective is. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just making a list. And trying to be productive about that list and then understanding, that, okay, I'm going to do that tomorrow if I didn't finish it. And it makes me sleep better. Yeah. Now, that drink before, it just depends on how much you drink. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I think for, for me, when I, because my, I picked up this habit from my ex because he was like a former bartender. Uh-huh. So we used to always have like a nightcap. Okay. And then when we broke up, I took that trait. Yeah. And then I was realizing that. Like, it wasn't for me to get up and be productive uh-huh. and get up at a decent hour. It wasn't working. The moment I stopped, mm-hmm. like, I can get up at 5 and I'm good. Well, what was the nightcap? It was like, um, it was either vodka and cranberry mm-hmm. or it was Diet Coke and rum. Mm-hmm. Both of those had a lot of sugar in it, though. Well, not as much as wine. That may be true, but I think wine has something in it, like a melatonin type thing. Well, even right? wine. Like, I, <laughs> I bought a bottle of wine... Two or three days ago, uh-huh. and I hadn't drank in a long time. I was out, like it wasn't a nap. I was out for a good three hours in the yeah. middle. It was on a Sunday in the middle of the day, like just. That's what I call a good time. <laughs> that's, that's a good. That's daytime minutes. Well, I mean, I don't mind having an afternoon nap, especially when it's like just just warm. It's not like hot. It's yeah. just like the nice like warm weather. I don't mind that. But when the when when you're not ready, but the wine's like, yeah, I'm we're we're going down and yeah. I don't necessarily Control your body. <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily want that. Yeah. But with the sleep part too, um I was listening to Gary V. If you guys follow me on my Instagram at TK Train, I've been talking about him a lot because I've been binging on his stuff. Mm-hmm. He was talking about people who um, do eight hours versus six hours. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, whatever your body needs, just make sure that the rest of the time it, you're effective. Like, right. how many times do people, you take your phone into the restroom, and now instead of being in the restroom for 
five minutes, you're now in there for 25 minutes just scrolling and through take, social media. Your legs fall asleep. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, it's been 25 minutes. Yeah. So it's like if you're <laughs> if you're productive with your time, you can still get in that eight hours yeah. and still hustle as the person who gets up at six versus the person who gets up at eight. Because the person who's getting up at six, they're yelling, at, I got up at six o'clock. What are you doing? Right. But are you taking an afternoon nap in the middle of the day? Yeah. Exactly, and I totally agree with that. It's all about it's, it comes down to that scheduling, I think too. Mm-hmm. Like, and like you said, you sit on that toilet and you be scrolling on Instagram. Your legs fall asleep, and then you trying to get up, and that takes another ten minutes. <laughs> wow, well, I don't know. It no, takes another ten that's, minutes. That's what somebody told me. Okay, yeah. <laughs> all right, so somebody. Yeah. Somebody said that. <laughs> You be late to work out, and then. <laughs> oh, so that's why you're late. Okay, now now it makes sense. So what happens is me. for y'all, uh, we both go to G Train Fitness, which is in uh, North Hollywood, and the class is supposed to start at nine. And um, what happens is you might get like three or four people there at like nine. I usually get there. I try to get there between like at like eight fifty, but at nine oh eight. Like, it goes from five people to 25 people instantly. Like, it's like clockwork. Those are the people that are staying regular. That's what happens. That is not true. It is. And traffic. I'm just saying. I still work out hard. I didn't say nothing. I'm just saying. I didn't even say it was you. You could have been part of the five that comes in early. I'm just. No, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just, one of the ten that come in late. Anywho, let's get up into the business. Let's so go. um you told me that you are gonna be uh leaving to Vancouver, my homeland, yeah. Canada, for three months to film Get Shorty. I am. Season three. Yeah. So what's can you tell us anything script wise? Did you read yeah, the whole said, script? They haven't shown me anything. All they did was just say, Hey, your flight is on May first and you're going to Canada and we have a tape of read on the second. Hey, season three. It's like the third child. You know, right. you have the third. I mean, people, parents have the third kid. Yeah. They really don't. They're not as sensitive about a lot of things anymore. So then, how <laughs> like does it the work? Third. You have the table read, and then yeah. they just make the corrections. Um, and so, what's gonna happen is that we'll do the table read. Um, we're doing a lot of block shooting, so we'll be shooting all over the place. Um, we're not just shooting episode one first. So mm-hmm. we'll be out of sequence. So I think we're starting with episode three. Okay. Um, so we'll go up there and do a table read. The, the writers will listen to it and see anything adjustments they want to do. And mm-hmm. by the time we start shooting, which is probably on the sixth, mm-hmm. um, they make those adjustments until where we where we start on shooting that. Um, I'm excited. Like, it, like we have an amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Ray Romano playing the lead and Chris O'Dowd. Um, you have Sean Bridges. You have Lydia uh, Porto, Goya Robles, um, Megan, Megan Steve. I can go down the list, you know, and it's like, it's one of those shows that it's like all the focus groups and people that watch it, like, I love the show. Mm-hmm. Where can I find it? You'd be like, Epics. And they'd be like, Epics? Like, FX? I'm like, no, not FX. Epics with the E. It's a premium cable channel. Oh, okay. And then... Well, you said the word premium. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. But I'm telling you, if you all, oh, well, the first season's on Netflix. Okay, boom. So, boom, there we go. First season on Netflix, it'll get you hooked and we'll reel you in, and then season two will probably be on Netflix. For it, yeah. yeah, be out there in a couple months, and then season three will be done shooting that, and then bam, you'll be looking for it. So, I'm just excited about the show. I mean, it, it was a great premise, and I. I mean, maybe people lie to me, but I haven't had anybody tell me, like, oh, I don't really care for the show. It's not good. Well, I mean, even whether they do or not, the show, the numbers speak for itself. You're coming back for season three. If the show was terrible, then, you know. That's very so. We were blessed to come back to season three. Not too many shows make it there. Oh, not too many shows make it past season one. That's right. So, boom. (laughs) That means it's good. It's official. So, everybody check it out. That's what you said on Netflix. Because it's, that's the... The good and bad. Maybe you can talk about that. The good, uh, the good part about the era that we're in is there's so many networks. Yes. There's so many opportunities for actors and people in the industry. Right. However, it's like 
I can't, can't keep, keep up. up. It's hard to keep up. It's so hard. My closest friends are like, I mean, like, hey man, check me on the show. Like, they still haven't caught up on the shows, you know. But it's it's so many platforms, and yes, it is beneficial, like you said, gifting the curse. It applies uh, a lot more opportunities for actors and even people in production mm-hmm. as well. But it is hard to keep up as viewers to try to see it. So, you know, people have their shows and they stick to them. And then it's also the marketing, the subliminal aspect of just mm-hmm. seeing the show over and over again or people talking about it. Right. Like Netflix, they I mean, they broke the, the record. I mean, what was it? Uh, Bird Box? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. feature film, but they put it on Netflix. But everybody's six million views on it. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, some people are using their other accounts, <laughs> other people's well, accounts. Well, I mean. <laughs> of course. Why not? So <laughs> That's but, just how you watch but, TV And they now. still have that many views, mm-hmm. you know. So they made, this, they made box office numbers on being on Netflix with the subscribers. So, I mean, it's, it is, it's, it's a beautiful thing, though. Yeah. You know, so I, I just, I just, you know, people check it out. Sure and then the good know. thing, too, about it being on, on streaming networks is that, you know, for instance, Game of Thrones. Yeah. I literally just started watching it this year, and I watched all eight, se- all seven seasons. Well, you, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like everybody's talking about. It and you're yeah. like, uh, okay. And then I like to get on stuff late so I can appreciate it. <laughs> it was a little bit too violent for me, but I'm mad. I'm super late. <laughs> but now I'm frustrated because I don't like this. I'm now I'm spoiled. Yeah. Because I don't like waiting. Yeah. And so, that's the thing. Society in itself has become impatient. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have the same patience. You know, no. back in the day, what, the show come on. You wait a whole week for this show. You'd be like, okay. Yeah, Everybody they, sit down as a family and you watch the show together. Now it's like, no, I, I want to watch all the episodes. Mm-hmm. I want to see all of them. Or I can stop when I want to and then I can catch up. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's, you know, I think it's, it's good to have both. You know, anticipation is always kind of good, mm-hmm. but now. Not really. Yeah, I guess you're right. And then you have relationships breaking up because one partner might watch it because the other partner's like, "Oh, wait for me," and the other partner's like, "Yeah, no, nah, we ain't, we ain't doing that." You have fights happening in what households. What episode are you on? I'm on seven. <laughs> we stopped at three. What happened? <laughs> it's like, what happened? Yeah. So it's 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 a situation. That. But that's yeah. that. My point is, you can now go and check out Get Shorty you on can. Netflix. Season one's on Netflix. Get so, and then it's a, a new. Um, bunch of fans yeah. that didn't get to see it so totally. that's good right. um, and then The Oath yeah. streaming on Crackle you don't have to wait for that don't have to wait for you it you don't have to wait for The Oath The Oath is on Sony Crackle um, all episodes we actually did season 2 mm-hmm. so season 1 is up there you can catch that you let me just say how out. blessed you are you on yeah. two you on two shows that's I'm true just, I'm just you know I sit back in the park at times and I just look at it and I say Isaac you're blessed I'm just I appreciate life. Not people, all honesty, seriously. There are people who like been in the acting game for a minute and they don't even have a show. Well, I call a minute is ten years. I've been in for ten years now. So I mean, they say it takes ten years to break, and I think that's going to that. It's just I think it's you break because you build relationships mm-hmm. and Networking the process, the mm-hmm. process of the whole thing of going to the auditions, learning how to go an audition, and you know what it feels like when you screw it up and when you do well and when you do well and don't get the part and when you screw up and they still call you back mm-hmm. because they see something in you but then you're also gaining fans and we say fans we're talking about casting directors and producers who've seen you and they be like well you know what you may not be right for this part but I'm going to continue to bring you in for any role I think that suits you mm-hmm. you know so and that's what I feel like I've over the years have started to build and I think some more actors are either striving to build or have built mm-hmm. into this point you know into the state of their career and um I just think that's that's the blessing in in disguise, the process. And you know, a lot of people want to cheat the process. Like I said, we're yeah. impatient. But I am blessed, and I you know I am blessed to be on two great shows that uh, have amazing cast, the crews, everybody's involved. Like it's friends and becomes mm-hmm. like like a family. Um, oh, again, Sony Crackle season one and season two. I think you all love it. It's a police drama with a lot of action and you know I mean action and and intense relationships. Okay. A lot of arcs in there. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a like a sex scene in there or something? Or a lot of arcs in there. Okay. 
Well, I'm gonna have to check it out. Then. Well, no, now like I feel like you're like kind of like my brother, so I don't know if I want to see. I don't know if I want to see all that. I don't have. A you might have to. You don't, I don't, okay, I don't just warn me ahead of time because it's always kind of weird. It's like, ah. Yeah. No. So, okay, I won't warn you though. Just I guess so. Pop up on the screen. <laughs> Speaking of that, how do you navigate that? Like, if that's in a script, do uh-huh. you talk to your wife and say, "Hey, this is what's happening"? Or, yeah, I mean. Going into this, she understands the the fact that those things kind of happen. Right. And she sometimes, like, back in the web series that I did called The Therapist, and she's like, do you have a sex scene in this? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I kiss her. I kiss her. You know, like that. Like, and I think it kind of, you know, over time it's prepared for it. She's not an actor or entertainment, so that kind of is something different for her to right. have to experience. So it was, you know, I had to be very empathetic in the situation of explaining it to her and let her know what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been great with it. So I try to let her know, you know, and I think right now so far it's been good, but I haven't had anything crazy high in the steam. I haven't had yeah, any monster no, ball like, type or Fifty Shades or anything. Or anything like yeah. That. Would you take a, a a movie like that? With Holly Berry or we just in general? What are we talking about? Just Fifty Shades or oh, just... If the script is right and everything, and I, I find myself being able to really want to portray that character, okay. yes. And... Yes, because I'm not at the point of career where I can really turn down <laughs> just everything. Right. But I do think about it and have a say, so okay. in the matter. Of course. I, I, if it's tasteful, I don't want to. I'm always still in my brand. Right. It's still about me. Okay. Right. So, um, like I said, y'all, what's your Instagram again? Isaac Keys. Cross the board. Everything. Fi- find him on Instagram. He has, um, you know, workout stuff. He has his working stuff. And, you know, if you go on the stories, they're um, sometimes half naked. So how do you get to this point where you're good? Like, what's your training regimen? What do you What do? You do? I think it's consistency. Um, I've been working all my life. I started lifting weights, like, around eight or nine. Like, my uncle was, like, a bodybuilder. Okay. And I was, I was a chubby kid. And I was athletic, though. I was, okay. I called it athletic chubby is what I called it. <laughs> So I was playing a bunch of sports, but I was just, you know, a chubby kid. I was wearing them husky jeans and things like that. <laughs> so so I just started lifting weights then, 8 and 9. And so basically, to the, I've been working out so long that now it's like I have to find things that excite me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's what a lot of people have to try to look into. Find things that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Because I think we had a conversation about the energy. The like, mentality, like, yeah. Yeah, look, if you don't enjoy working out, it's going to be a lot harder to go work out. But if you find certain things that you like doing that you're working out and don't even realize it, like a dance class, or I don't care if it's going to take salsa, yeah. it's more activity than you've been doing before. So it's about finding things that you like and finding some enjoyment in it. I mean, it's some things you're not going to like, but you get around a group of people who are doing it. Mm-hmm. One thing I love about when we work out at, at G-Train is that it's a group of people that become a family. Mm-hmm. So even though we're in there, we're always entertaining ourselves. Oh, I mean, it, it breaks out the dance breaks. Oh it breaks gosh. out the people just yelling, hollering, and just screaming. And we're all in there tired. You know, so that motivates me personally to keep on going. Right. And to keep on and want to come to class. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, oh, we're going to be there. We're going to be in class. We're yeah. going to clown. You know, but at the same time, we're working out. So my regimen is to be consistent, but also find things that I really enjoy doing. I enjoy boxing. I enjoy the boot camps class because I don't have to think. Right. I just go in there and I do what I have to do and I don't have to think because I get tired. It's... it's Bring it up. So many people say, oh, I got a membership to the gym. Memberships make, gyms make so much money off memberships because people don't go. Yep. It, some people go to New Year's like, I'm going to work out. You go to the gym. You have never worked out before, nor do you have a workout. So, so you're you just going to go around different machines, and then your brain going to start telling you, you know what, I really don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder what's on TV. Oh, what are we going to eat later on today? You know what? Why did she say that to me? And you do it. And next thing you know, you're sitting on equipment, people looking at you like, um, excuse me. Well, everybody's doing that now. Is that? But so, I mean, don't put yourself in that situation. Join classes, 
get around groups of people that work out so you can have that support. Yeah, it's the the, the energy is um, what I was telling you about. And before John Sally was on the show, I think last week or the week before, mm-hmm. and he was talking about it. And it's I I had to change my mental shift. Yeah. Because when you think about it, if you go in with positive energy and you're, it's just when you're excited to do something, you're putting more effort and energy mm-hmm. towards that. Yeah. So therefore, you're probably expending more calories and also because you're going harder. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, like totally, yeah. it totally made sense. And then the consistency part, I was thinking on the drive uh, today, it's like, are you a sprinter or are you a marathoner? All right. So if you're a marathoner, you're consistently putting it together so you can achieve that goal. Right. If you're a sprinter, after 100 meters, maybe 400, depending what you consider a sprinter, right. like it's, it's over. And then you got to find another goal. So, like you know, it's de- the consistency is definitely key. And now, what about the eating? The eating. I'm, I'm not one of those go-hard people. You were just talking about people. the cookies yesterday. Yeah, I'm not one of those go-hard people. I feel like I'm going to give you that 80-20. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to do, you know, I'm conscious of, you know, eat. I like meats and vegetables. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, I, I eat like a... Food, I'm not cutting out, I'm not going vegan, and that's not enough for me because I like options. But there are times where I just may go three days where I'm just eating vegetables, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just like that's what I'm going to do. But I don't, don't want to just commit to saying I'm, this is my diet. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. So for me, I just do things in moderation. I don't want to not eat cookies and ice cream at some time. So I just do it, but I don't have to eat a lot of cookies and ice cream. Mm-hmm. Or I can do it every so often or so once in a while. Or I work out so I can do those type of things. And, and continue to do that. So I'm not one of people that just have a strenuous diet, mm-hmm. you know. But you'll find me and be like, "Oh, you eating? You know, you go home and oh, you Hollywood? You eating all the plants?" <laughs> like the St. Louis, they say that, but no, I'm not. Doing well, that. I mean, the L.A. eating entertainment industry is yeah. totally different from every, everybody totally else. Is. Yeah, it is. But the, with the vegan and vegetarian stuff, because um, I'm vegan esque, vegetarian esque, mm-hmm. meaning that it's just like for me eating. Beyond the, you know, the killing of the animals and all the political stuff, for me, my body just feels better mm-hmm. not eating meat as often. So I, I definitely am not one of those people who's like, oh, well, you need to. It's mm-hmm. just like whatever your body it feels. Does, but it, it's become, and not, I'm, I'm, I commend anybody that's doing whatever they feel like they need to do, but it's deeper than that because now you have to look and see what your body is deficient of. Mm-hmm. Because some people aren't going vegan and on a vet, but you might need more carnitine. You may need more iron. You may know things, the substances that you can't always get from plants, mm-hmm. or that you can maybe be able to buy the supplement, but just be aware. Right. You know what I mean? I'm, it's no shout out because I know when I did the cleanse, I did the five-day cleanse or if I eat vegetables, I do feel lighter. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, you know, my body is moving a little better. Um, but I also feel some of that as well when I when I eat some protein or chicken mm-hmm. breast or things like that too. So I just just be aware of your body. Just because it's for everybody else doesn't mean it's for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely uh, keep that. Yeah. Now, any projects, any other projects? I mean... You're doing two shows, so, I mean, do you have any time for anything else? TK, I'm just happy to be back to work. Like, I finished the oath, and, like, as an actor, like, we get depressed when we're not working. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, it's peaks and valleys. So you yeah. sit up here and have a show. Oh, yeah, you work for four months. Get your little money, and then you're not working for another four months. So where is that money going? Yeah, so you look at the auditions and everything else. So, yes, I'm blessed to be on another season because I was looking like, May, come on, May. <laughs> Please come because these bills are not stopping right now. Uh-huh. So, mate, come on. But, you know, and you try to go on auditions, but people don't realize, you know, also you have to get more. It, the audition become more selective. As you be, have you on a show or recurring, so you can't really work during that time. Right. You know, when you're getting ready to work, but it also be selective on audition. You're not going to go in for some of the same guest stars or mm-hmm. things like that. Or it has to be better or match the mm-hmm. show that you're on. 
because they're under the contract. So now you're not getting as many auditions as you did before. So it starts to play a little game sometimes, you know, and when you're in that kind of mid-range where you're working, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it becomes selective, more selective for you. And Damn. that can be good or bad, you know. But right now, when you ain't working, man, I'm telling you, actors go crazy. I'm, my wife be looking at me like, well, you need to leave or do something because you're getting weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think because then on top of that, you just you just never know, with, especially with the industry. Like one day you're like, yeah. everything's going. The next thing is like, what? The show is canceled? Like what happened? So it's just, you, 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 you never know. It's definitely stressful. But, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that you work out. That's one. Of, that's definitely my outlet. And then I want to curate. I want to start to, you know, I'm starting to use opportunities to shadow directors and mm-hmm. and work and see what happens behind the scenes. So I'm not just an actor. Yeah, you know, the, I don't want to be, you know, just that. Well, you're like a fitness model too, aren't you? <laughs> just go on his Instagram. No, you'll know what I'm talking no. about. <laughs> I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's mine. I'm gonna flaunt it. <laughs> I work for it. <laughs> so we have uh, the Othon Crackle, Sony Crackle streaming. Yeah. Um, Get Shorty season three is gonna be coming out probably this year, end of this year. Yeah, toward the end of this year. I end of this year, uh-huh. and then uh, Isaac Keys on everything: yeah, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. LinkedIn, I S A A C K E Y S. Boom. Across the board. Um, and then future opportunities. Yeah, future opportunities. Um. I'm out there. I'm ready. We'll finish this, get shorty, and then we're going to look for something else to come up. Boom, boom. Some, some talks, so we'll, we'll see. I'll come back on here and we'll share it. Oh, okay yeah. then. There's something that's happening that yeah. we'll eventually find out. Sit here first. <laughs> Other than that, um, like I said, Shaka's out somewhere flexing, profiling. Well, uh, hopefully he'll be here next week. But thank you so much for coming on the show. Yes, thank you so much for having me. You all are doing an amazing job here. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Well, like me or just everyone? Well, of course, that, of course you. Not so much in workout, but here, amazing job. Amazing here. Wow. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. See you guys later. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> on behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. Expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.